Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Game Time with Manny. This month we will be talking about the Uncharted franchise, more specifically Uncharted 4 A Thief's End because it came out this past month. Um, Uncharted is an action series, well, I guess it's more of like a third person shooter, but it's it's very similar to a summer blockbuster movie. It's full of action, uh, and it's just really cool. Lots of lots of cool action set pieces. So without further ado, it's game time. Within the past uh, few years, Sony hasn't really been doing a lot in terms of first-party franchises. Um, and I guess that's because most of their first-party franchises now are like Killzone, Ratchet and Clank. I guess like Knack was a PS4 franchise. Uh, but there's there's not a lot of names that you really associate with the PlayStation. Um, but now uncharted is one of those that you would associate with the sony brand um nathan drake the main character the quippy sarcastic asshole who the love the lovable rogue you know you know what i mean um he is synonymous with the sony name now and that started on the playstation 3 uh the developer naughty dog made the game which most people know naughty dog from making the first three crash bandicoot games and crash team racing uh then they made the three jack and daxter games on ps2 uh and i i don't remember if they worked on the kart racing game jack combat x racing i really like that game but that that might have been a different developer but uh then naughty dog moved on to uncharted on the ps3 and they made uncharted one two and three then they made a zombie themed game well they weren't zombies they're like monsters but the last of us uh which was a critically acclaimed game as well many people have played that as well and then they they went on to uncharted 4 to end the the uncharted franchise so like like i was saying it started on ps3 and it had a very unique look to it um you you played as like i said nathan drake and it very much like what is the video game equivalent of a summer blockbuster. Uh, there's a lot of like cover-based shooting, uh, and you're really you're looking for treasure. And there are a lot of cool action set pieces. So the first game, I can't really remember a lot of what went on. Um, obviously, the main character's name is Nathan Drake. Uh, it starts off, you're on a boat with a reporter named Elena, and, uh, pirates attack the boat, um, which is interesting. Uh, you basically are in scuba gear and you have to kill all these pirates with weird hand-to-hand combat. Uh, but you're using, uh, Sir Francis's Drake Journal to find, uh, basically the City of Gold. Like, you look for his coffin and then there's a map to the city of gold in it um and it gets a little uh it gets a little supernatural which is not my favorite thing 
Uh, and then in Uncharted 2, the graphical fidelity was unparalleled at the time. And I, I actually remember, I, I still I don't own Uncharted 1 or 2, I only own 3 and 4. Uh, I actually borrowed the first game from a friend in college and played it on a shitty old CRT monitor. Uh, but I really liked it. Uh, I beat it fairly quickly. I remember my roommate watching me play a lot of the original Uncharted. Uh, but the second one, right after I had gotten an HD TV, which is still the same uh, HD monitor I use now. It's like a 24-inch monitor that supports 1080p, which is worthless because you can't really tell the difference between 1080 and 720 on a TV that size. Uh, but I remember Uncharted was the first game I rented while I had that TV and there was some weird thing where like it it couldn't output to the monitor correctly so like I would get past the initial scene and the monitor would go black I I actually had to go in and change some settings for the PS3's display before it would like work right it was really really weird Um, but Uncharted 2 I think in most people's minds was like a super technological leap. Like, the issue that a lot of people have with the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One is that, like, there was no huge technological leap, right? Like, you can't look at the graphics of most games on a PS4 and just be like, that is the future. This shit is the future. But you could do that with Uncharted 2 because it was such... It it was worlds above Uncharted 1, right? And, like, it looked eerily realistic for the time. Um... And just the the action set pieces in that game were crazy. Um, specifically, like you run, you're running out of a building as it's f- collapsing around you. Uh, the one that I always remember, and I think most people remember, is f- uh, a train. You're on a train, and you have to like shoot your way to the front of the train, and it's crazy because everything is moving around you. And like normally, that seems like it would be something that's really, really hard to do in a video game. Um, but it, but it worked out and it was just amazing. Like it it was crazy. And then again, that one ended with weird blue people. Uh, yeah, I I was not a, I was not a huge fan of what went on at the end of Uncharted 2 with the, this is like the blue man group came to town. Um, but yeah, it, it was an amazing game for the time. And then they went on to Uncharted 3, and it looked a little bit better than 2, but it wasn't that huge leap again. So it was kind of like staying the course for what the franchise was. It had huge action set pieces. Like, the one that I think is so cool still is, like, you're in this sinking boat, and that was really awesome. Um... There is another scene that most people really disliked from that game where Drake is wandering through the desert. Um, And that game had some weird supernatural elements, too. I don't remember exactly what the deal was, but when they get to the hidden city, like, there's this weird, like, magic sand that, like, basically makes the guys turn into, like, weird, invincible teleporting zombies. It it was very odd. Um, But Naughty Dog definitely made it seem like uncharted 3 was going to be the final game in the franchise um drake basically says that he's in love with elena and it seems like they're going to get married uh and he basically says he promises that he's done doing any kind of uh treasure hunting because it gets him into trouble basically uh because in each one he gets betrayed by a bunch of people and uh it just it doesn't it doesn't turn out super well for him most of the time and they always 
never really get anything from the treasure they're looking for. Uh, usually they come out with like one thing to remember the adventure by, but usually like the treasure is largely lost and the villain ends up like being buried with the lost city and th- th- things like that. Um, and I thought like most people that the franchise was over with uncharted three and then they made the last of us. And it was one of those things where like, Oh, well naughty dogs usual thing is like they make a trilogy and then they move on. So when they announced uncharted four, I was skeptical. I remember at the time when I beat uncharted three, I thought like, I, I wish there was more to this. Uh, but after I played the last of us, I was like, you know, I, I think that the book on uncharted is closed. So when they announced the fourth one, I was kind of disappointed um and i didn't really know what to expect and then as time went on and like they did their e3 demos for uncharted 4 it looked really good right like you've if anyone has seen screenshots of uncharted 4 like watch gameplay videos like it's incredible um it is one of those things where it looks like that next generation step like uncharted 4 is it's a beautiful game. It it is the uncanny valley to the max. Like you can look at it and like it it looks real now at this point. Um the motion capture has been improved to the point where the emotions on the actors' faces and things like that like they look real. Like they're believable characters. They don't look like weird dead-eyed weirdos. Um they look so close to real life now that it's very close to that uncanny valley at times where you're like, this looks just real enough to look super freaky. Uh, and I noticed that a couple times. There's one scene in particular uh, near the very beginning of the game where they have you play Crash Bandicoot as an homage uh, to Crash Bandicoot, I guess, and Naughty Dog's Roots. And you're looking at Crash Bandicoot on, like, an old CRT TV, and, like, it's got scan lines, and you, it, it looks like Crash Bandicoot, right? And you, you go through the first level, and then it goes back to Drake and Elena sitting on the couch in their house, and, like, for a second I was just like, holy shit, is this, like, is this real? And then you remember that, like, you're playing a video game, and, like, you realize the Uncanny Valley effect, and, like, that's just a testament to how insane this game looks. Uncharted 4 is crazy. And so, I will say, uh, after finishing Uncharted 4, I'm very glad that Naughty Dog decided to continue the franchise. Um, but I really, 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 really hope they do not make another one. And, in fact, I think they can't make another one because of the way uh, Uncharted 4 ends. Uh, and I, I actually, honestly, I don't think that they will make another one, and I think that that's really cool. I It just ends in such a way that there really shouldn't be anymore, and I, I won't say anything about that right now. I'll get into spoiler territory later, but I'll warn you before that. Um, so Uncharted 4 is just a good game all around. Um, the thing that most people praise it for is it's an adventure, right? Uh, and the main gameplay consists of climbing around uh, on like very obvious handholds and like rickety old bridges and stuff like that. Kind of more similar to Assassin's Creed, but not quite as intuitive. Uh, and third-person shooting. And the thing that a lot of people complain about is they don't really enjoy the third-person shooting. It's not really what you're there for. You're more there for the adventure. And and I can agree with that. Uh, but I actually I don't think that the third-person shooting is that terrible. I, I think it's fine. 
uh, for what it is. And Uncharted 4, again, improves upon that because it's just, it's a lot easier. I found it myself having a lot easier time aiming and even climbing, uh, getting around, I felt like, was just a little bit more intuitive. And that's something that, like, yeah, obviously over the course of four games, like, that'll happen, right? They, the graphics get better, they figure out how to milk the hardware, and they they get they get it better and that that definitely shows in uncharted 4 um but the thing the thing that a lot a lot of people complain about that is still in the game is drake is basically a mass murderer right like he you know he's he's a lovable scoundrel he's got his shirt half tucked and that's all well and good but he murders tons of fools right like you're killing thousands of people each game and like that's crazy and it's just like he's making weird quips about it he doesn't seem to be too concerned about it but that that's just what it is right that it's a video game and most of the time people don't think about that but it's weird because he's like he's one guy and he's killing like thousands of people and doesn't seem to feel bad about it and in fact one of the trophies in uncharted 4 is if you kill a thousand enemies it's called like narrative dissonance and like that it that is narrative dissonance right like it just seems crazy that he could be doing this but it's just to make it so that the game actually has gameplay and that's a hard problem to solve and like i don't know how how you really solve that issue i i I honestly i I don't think you can actually so it's just one of those things where like if you want to have the actual gameplay be there it's just gonna have to be like that i mean i guess you could have like less enemies and make it be more stealth based but drake's basically like a one-man army and that 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 doesn't change so if you didn't like the gameplay of previous uncharted games this this one's probably not going to change your mind even if the shooting is a little bit better um I will also say that the climbing, even though it is a little bit better, it gets tedious. Uh, just because some 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 of the climbing sequences they last just a little too long, um, but it's fine overall. Uh, there's there's actually a part near the end of the game where I think you're climbing for way too long, and the game might go on a chapter too long because of that. Uh, but I felt that way about every Uncharted, I think, is that they last just a little bit too long, and then the ending blows me out of the water, usually, and I, I get very happy about it. But gen- generally, they go on a little bit too long. Like, this one, uh, Uncharted 4, took me probably about, like, 13-ish hours to beat, and I was, like, kind of taking my time and looking around a lot. And that, that's generally about how long each one is. Uh, but even then, at that short hour count, I felt like it took a little bit too long. But as another testament to the game, I beat it in, like, two sittings. Um, the first day, I played as much as I could, and then I had to stop because a friend came over and we were going to do something else. And then the next time I turned it on, I finished it. Um, and that rarely happens for me, right? Like, I do like to binge on games, but usually most of them are long enough that that doesn't happen. Um, but like Uncharted 4 or the Uncharted franchise in general is like it's really good for that kind of binge play sessions I think uh, just because there are a lot of cool set pieces and like the character interactions are really fun to watch and fun to see and yeah like I, I had a good time it's a good action adventure. Uh, so at, at this point I'll probably start I'll start talking a little bit more specifically about the story of Uncharted 4. I won't get into too deep spoiler territory yet. Once again, I'll let you know. Um, But the main crux of this is that Drake is out of 
the treasure hunting business, right? He's got a legitimate job. Um, he works at a marine company where they he goes diving to like retrieve things from the water that clients request from them. Uh, in the beginning, I think they're basically getting out uh, shipping containers full of copper, and he thinks it's all exciting, and he opens it, and then he's like, oh, yeah, it's just copper. Like, this is just what I do. And you can tell that he is kind of upset that he doesn't get to go on those adventures anymore. Um, it kind of bums him out. And then he goes home to Elena, where he lives in his really nice house with her, and they seem very happy together. But she she can tell that something is a little amiss with him. Uh, she knows that he's he's having some trouble adjusting to regular everyday life, and that's when they start like messing around. And she challenges him to Crash Bandicoot, and if he can beat her high score, then he doesn't have to do the dishes. And it's it's just an interesting dynamic, and they they play off of each other very well. I think Nolan North does a good job as Drake. In in this game, just as well as he did in the other ones, um, and so, so do all the other actors. I sadly I don't know the name of the actress that plays Elena, but she she's done a very good job from the beginning as well. Um, and so, what happens is th- th- there's a flashback, um, and you find out that Drake had a brother, uh, Sam Drake, which that's well known in all the marketing material for this game and things like that. Uh, Sam Drake. And he's voiced by none other than Troy Baker. And I'm laughing when I say that because Nolan North and Troy Baker have basically been voice acting in all, almost every game for the past, like, six, seven years, right? Like, there was a point where, like, every main character or, like, every game had a prominent role by Nolan North. And more recently, uh, it's been Troy Baker. Troy Baker's always been doing, like, JRPGs and stuff, but he also does, like, anime and things like that. He's a very prolific voice actor, especially in video games and a little bit in anime. Uh, And that's just really funny, because they're two of the most prolific video game voice actors together in these huge roles. It's it's fun to see, and they play play really well off of each other. But uh, basically, you find out that a long time ago, uh, Sam and Drake... Uh, they got into a prison uh, with the help of a rich playboy named Rafe uh, because they were looking for treasure. They were basically trying to find this cross uh, from a famous pirate so that they could get his treasure. I actually, this is really not good. I can't remember his name offhand anymore. But yeah, they're lo- they're looking for pirate treasure basically, and they need to get into this prison to do it. Um, and shit goes sideways, right? As it does in all good capers like that. And they end up killing the prison warden. And then they, when they're trying to escape from the prison, uh, Sam dies, or so Rafe and Drake thought. Uh, but he was really alive, and he comes back and he tells Nate that he needs to find the treasure because he didn't really die, obviously. And he, uh, roomed with a drug Lord and he told the drug Lord about how he wanted to find that treasure. And the drug Lord ended up breaking him out and basically said like, Hey, yeah, you got to find this treasure, uh, or I'm going to kill you. And so Drake at first says like oh I can't do this I can't do this and then he basically lies and tells Elena he's going on a trip 
to do a job for his company uh, to like Malaysia or something and ends up helping Sam find what he needs to find so that they can find this treasure. Uh, and so this is this this is where I will I will get spoilery. So if you don't want to have the entire story of Uncharted Four spoiled for you, stop listening here and go play it. Um, it's an amazing game. I enjoyed it very much. Uh, but yeah, that said, after this point right here, there will be spoilers. Okay, so Drake ends up. Uh, he he gets hooked back on the treasure finding game, right? Uh, so he keeps lying and telling Elena that it's going to take a little bit longer just so they can do more jobs and stuff. Uh, over the course of the game, he meets up with Sully. Uh, he helps him out, and it ends up, turns out that they are going up against Rafe, who is a giant tool, even from back in the day, and uh, a military group like a paramilitary group a mercenary group of mercenaries that uh, are run by this badass chick nadine and they're basically competing the whole way like you end up killing tons of mercenary soldiers throughout the course of your game and you keep beating rafe to to it every step of the way uh and so i i guess there's not a whole lot to really spoil other than the fact that you eventually find out that Sam was lying uh, about the whole drug lord thing and he didn't actually need to get the treasure um, because he wanted Drake to find the the treasure with him. He just wanted his brother to be there because it had been the treasure they'd been looking for forever. Uh, and you find out the reason it's so important to both of them is because their real last name is not Drake. Uh, there's a flashback sequence where Drake, who lived in basically like a, a Catholic orphanage, uh, taken care of by nuns and things like that, uh, he was getting in trouble a lot. And one night, uh, Sam breaks him out of there, basically, because uh, Sam had basically like he was old enough he could leave and do whatever he wanted and he got a job uh but he tells drake that he found the place where their mother's stuff was sold to so turns out his mom their mom died uh and their dad left them in the orphanage and sold all of their mom's stuff and so their mom was basically like an archaeologist she was uh doing the same type of stuff they were treasured treasure hunting right and so they they break into this house and find her old stuff and uh they they basically find it and it's the beginning of what they're looking for like it's the beginning of this whole pirate treasure caper uh and and that's where their treasure hunting love starts and at that point they decide that they're going to give themselves the last name drake because part of it had to do with uh Sir Francis Drake's ancestors and all this kind of stuff. So the real last name isn't Drake, but it, it's a cool backstory. Me describing it is probably really shitty, but it's cool. it ends up being really interesting in the context of the game uh, because you believe that Drake is Sir Francis Drake's ancestor the whole time, and I think it's really crazy that they would kind of like retcon that and just make him like a regular-ass dude, which I, I think is cool. Um, 
but yeah, they go through all that, and that's why it's really important to Sam as they find it together is because they're brothers, and they do it for their mom and all that kind of stuff because she wanted to, but she ended up dying. Uh, and and that's that's cool. Um, and it gives the characters motivation that they didn't really have before. And that, that's one of the things I really like about Uncharted 4 is that it tells more of a story than the previous games, right? Like, in the previous games, it was all action for action's sake so that they could get the treasure like it was just a caper but in this there is actually genuine character development in a way that was not seen in any of the other games you really get to know who drake is you get to know who his brother sam is you get to know how elena feels about the whole thing you learn well i guess you don't really learn anything about sully he just he's he's the same basically uh but there's all this character development and the way that it's mo-capped just really adds to the character's depth. And it's one of those things where I never thought that I would truly care about the story of an Uncharted game or say that it's good, uh, but it is, and it's a lot more interesting than the previous games. Not to say that the previous games weren't good, um, it's just that you're there for the adventure and not really for the characters. Uh, but that that's not the case in this one. I I was there for both, and I stuck through to the end, just as I did with the others, but... I think this Uncharted 4 is more satisfying than the previous games in terms of, like, character payoff and stuff like that. Um, and so, no surprise to anyone, uh, they they find the treasure in the end, they defeat Rafe and get it. Uh, but what's really cool is that Drake is done after this game, I think. Um because you beat the game, you don't really get the treasure uh, once again. Um, and then basically, like, they get off the island and they, they say their goodbyes. Uh, Sam decides to go with Sully and continue uh, treasure hunting, whereas Nate goes with Elena and he says he's done and he's going to go back to his regular life. Um and it cuts forward a little bit in time. Drake's back at work. He's he's doing some paperwork. And the guy who owns the company he works for basically comes in and says he's selling the company. And Drake's like, oh, that's cool. Who are, who are you selling it to? And he says, I'm selling it to you. And Drake's like, well, that's weird. I don't, I don't have that kind of money. I can't do that. And so he goes outside to follow him, ask him more questions about it. And Elena is there. And the owner basically says, hey, you guys got to talk about this. So Elena tells Drake that she had a bunch of coins in her pocket uh, after they had left. And it was because Sam took some of the pirate treasure and put it in her her pocket. So she sold it to get a bunch of money. So she decided since they still wanted to... They basically, they both missed treasure hunting, right? And they want to do it. So she says she's going to resurrect her old show, buy a whole bunch of expensive camera equipment, and they can go do dives and document it. And, like, that's going to be their dream life. And it ends. And, like, that's really cool. Drake ends up accepting that. And it's like they're going to continue being able to what they want to do, which is treasure hunting and going on adventures. And they're going to be able to do it together in a safe and legal way. And that's really cool. And you think it's over there, but it's not. And it continues on. And this, I, I, don't, I don't know why I thought this was so cool, but th- there is an epilogue to the game. And, like, if you actually want to see this for yourself, like, mega ultra spoilers, like, this was the coolest part to me that I didn't expect at all. Um, after that part, 
you're playing Crash Bandicoot again on like a CRT TV with no context. Um, and once the, the level is over, it pans out and it is a young girl uh, sitting on her bed next to a dog. And you've, you have quickly realized that this is Drake and Elena's daughter. Uh, her name is Cassie Drake. So, you basically, as Cassie, like, go around the house and you see all kinds of stuff. Like, you can see pictures of uh, Drake and Elena. You can see pictures of her when she's younger and when they first got the dog as a puppy. And, like, you just go through the house and the detail and everything is on a level that usually most developers don't do, right? Like, there will be a bunch of objects haphazardly strewn about, strewn about, but not in the amount of detail that there is in this house. Like, it's crazy. Uh, and you, as you go through the house, there's all kinds of stuff you can find. Uh, on the kitchen table, there's a letter from Sam and Sully basically saying, hey, we're, uh, we're coming to visit. It's going to be dope. And Cassie's walking around the house. The whole goal is she wants to find uh, Nate and Elena. And so you just keep going. Uh, you go out, and turns out that their house is a fucking beach house. Super nice. They're, like, on this really what seems like a secluded island, and it's awesome. And there's a dock with, like, a sailboat. And there's another, like, kind of bigger house, which looks like a smaller guest house. You go in there, and it's uh, basically, like, seems like Drake and Elena's, like, place where they work I, I don't really know how to describe it it's like a workroom basically and she goes in there and there's a cabinet that's normally locked but she finds the key and she opens it and it has like all of the 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 only treasure that they were able to take from each adventure is in there and she sees it and thinks it's really cool she pulls out drake's journal which is Drake's journal's been in all the games. He writes down all the stuff that's happened in there. Uh, it plays a more prominent role in 4 because, like, he writes down puzzle solutions and, like, weird newspaper clippings and stuff he puts in there. And as you find it, you can add uh, entries to the journal. But she opens it and, like, starts seeing what happened. Uh, she finds a picture of Drake with a shotgun and Elena and Sully there next to a whole bunch of treasure, which I believe was a picture taken at the end of the third game i don't really remember i haven't played the first three in a long time uh but she sees that and then drake and nate and elena come back and she tries to hide it and they say like all right we're gonna go out on the boat do you want to come Cass?" and she tries she tries to hide it and says yeah I'll, I'll be there in a minute and then they realize she's hiding something uh, and they kind of argue back and forth for a little bit until they finally say, like, hey, we should tell her about all this stuff from our past. And just even the interaction between those two and her is, like, them being parents, like, it's very believable. And they look a lot older and, like, kind of haggard. It's really cool. And so then uh drake as he's walking out starts telling cassie about what happened with like the pirates when they attacked them in the first game and how they were trying to look for the city of gold and they had found sir francis drake's uh coffin and elena just kind of like goes back to the journal closes it smiles and then like walks outside and like the game is over 
and it's so cool. I, 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 don't, I don't even know why I think it's so cool that, that that's the ending. It's basically like they're passing on their love for treasure hunting to the next generation. And it's just like you know that it's a happy ending because they have a kid and she's really into like diving for all this kind of stuff. And she's really into treasure hunting. And it's just it's a fantastic ending to what is essentially a fantastic series. Um there are again like there are a couple action set pieces in this game and they're they're off they're off the charts man there's one where drake is like climbing up a bell tower and like gears break and stuff and you got to climb up the gears and then the tower ends up collapsing it's crazy uh but the one action set piece that i think is better than all the other action set pieces ever that have been in uncharted um they actually showed some of it in an E3 demo. It was actually the E3 demo that broke a couple of years ago, and they had to reset it. Um, you're driving a Jeep through the town because the mercenaries are chasing you. Um, and you you get down to the bottom of the hill, and then like you have to jump from uh, car to car as you're like trying to catch up to Sam on his motorcycle. And then you get on Sam's motorcycle and it's basically like an on-rails turret sequence where you have to, like, shoot your infinite ammo gun at the guys. And you finally get out of it somehow. But, like, the whole the whole thing is so well done and there's so much action. There's so much going on everywhere. It's crazy. Like, if you're, if you're not going to play Uncharted 4, I recommend at least watching someone play through Uncharted 4. Because if you're not playing it, watching it, like, literally is like a movie. It's It's really fun. It's just a fun action romp. And it's one of those things that doesn't happen that often in video games. Um, because generally, I, I've complained about this before on this podcast, is usually most things, the the stakes are like, the whole planet is in danger. But in this, the stakes are like, Drake could just die, right? He, he wants to find treasure, and he wants adventure. And that's what you get. There's no like, greater than life threat. And I think that that's really cool. Because uh, it's a smaller scale, but it it is like an action blockbuster movie. Like it's basically like Indiana Jones, but on the PlayStation. <laughs> um, he's he's. I don't know how he feels about snakes. I don't really remember any snake encounters, but yeah, it's it's very similar to Indiana Jones. Like watching an Indiana Jones movie, and it's it's fun. Uh, while it's not that long, I think it is fully worth the full price tag of sixty dollars because. It's just, it's a fun adventure, and I'm going to keep saying fun, 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 fun. Uh, there is, like, online multiplayer, but, like, I don't know, it's whatever. It's average third-person shooter multiplayer with some weird kill streak bonuses that are kind of supernatural now. Uh, but the main game itself is fun enough and entertaining enough, like, I, I don't regret it. And I think it was a very good way for Naughty Dog to end the franchise. Uh... A lot of people seem to be thinking that they're doing The Last of Us 2, and I think that's a shitty idea because The Last of Us ended in a way that it closed it off really well. I don't think there should be another one, but there might be. But I, I think we are done with Nathan Drake. I think his story is closed. The lovable scoundrel, the half-tuck, Nolan North's voice, I think we're all, I think it's, I think it's all done. And normally I would be sad about that, but it's one of those things where... I think it ran its course. They they showed the power of the PS3 with it. Uh, 
doing things that people thought it wasn't capable of. They have done it again on the PS4. Uh, and yeah, no one can say that Uncharted 4 looks bad. Like, you might not like the gameplay, it might not like the story, but it is a good-looking game. It is incredible on a level that I did not think that the PS4 could handle. I wish that other developers had the ability that Naughty Dog does to really tap into the hardware and, like, make it run at a solid frame rate without really tanking ever. Having so much going on, it's it's exceptional. Uh, Naughty Dog is one of the best developers around. And since they're a first-party Sony developer, they obviously have... Uh, inside information on how to really get the most out of that hardware but it's still crazy it's it's still it's still an impressive feat uh and it was fun and that that's really all i got for this week i just wanted to kind of describe the basis of uncharted for you tell you how the new one was third person shooters man i don't even like shooters and i love this game i just love i just love adventure i'm a big i'm big on adventure uh but yeah, once once again, um, thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. Our theme song is the song Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. Check them out. They're an excellent pixel. Pixel. What am I thinking of? Chip tune. Boy, I'm getting tired. I need to go to bed. But yeah, once again, thank you guys for listening, and I will see you next time. Peace out. <laughs>